in a world where people try to do stuff they don't know how to do. One man, okay, two men, are standing by with the best advice on Earth. Ow. Well, most of the time. Welcome to the all-around home improvement hour. Now here's Charles Thayer and the man they call the Polish Powerhouse. This is the all-around home improvement hour. We are on every Saturday from noon to one right here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130 or FM 103.5. This is your one-hour weekly source of home improvement-related radio. Charles and Nick are out, so I, Craig Nelson, from Eagle Window, and is stepping in to host for these guys. I want to give a, a shout-out to Charles and Nick, who are out in the woods. For listeners to learn more about the show or exterior services that All Around offers, go to allaround.com. There are plenty of educational content about roofing, siding, windows, as well as a large gallery of some of uh, All Around's featured projects. You can learn about the different options for roofing, siding, windows, figures out, and figure out what options best fit your needs. You can also click on the Trusted Affiliates tab and find all the great companies that All Around works uh, with regularly and feature on the show. Companies like Eagle Window, Gutter Helmet, and Owens Corning, to name a few. We are live, and we welcome your phone calls. So if uh, you'd like to call in, our 800 number is 800-854-1978. That's 1-800-854-1978. Or you can even email the show 24-7 at Hour at allaround.com. I'd like to introduce my host, uh, to, uh, my co-host today, uh, Jeff, Jeff Minky from Gutter Helmet and uh, Ross Weggy from Owens Corning Shingles. Morning, guys. Good morning. morning. How are you Good doing? Morning. I guess it's afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing well. Fantastic job. I think those guys are probably in the woods thinking they're, you might be taking over the show. <laughs> what, do you think, what, are, what are they doing in the woods? Well, you know what they're doing? Well, I got an idea, but should we can we say it online? Uh, on, on air? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think they're they're getting their deer stands ready for bow hunting season that's over in they, Wisconsin. That's, that's what, what they, they say. Us. That's what they tell us. You know, well, that's what they told me, but you know, I'm not going to call them a liar. I think they're spying on all the Packer fans. Just <laughs> they to, may be. just like I don't understand how they a few do extra it. Extra breaks as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. Are you guys hunters at all? Too hard. Uh, I used to be. Okay. It used to be uh, pretty rare I go anymore. We um, we used to hunt in Wisconsin as well. We had uh, about 160 acres over there that we hunted, and uh, we we rented some land. It was pretty economical. That's where my boys learned to hunt, and um, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to hunt big deer. And um, a guy came in and offered the owners five grand a year to hunt there. Okay. And so. Um, between the two of us, we didn't think we wanted to spend twenty five hundred a year on venison. So yeah, yeah, we opted out. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So the season, do you do, did you bow hunt or pretty much rifle? Just rifle. Okay. Yeah. So the season must be a lot longer than for bow. That those guys are already setting up stands, huh? Yeah, I don't know uh, when it opens in Wisconsin. I think okay. sometime end of September. Okay. All right. You know, I'm I'm not sure, but if they're anything like my brother, which I think they take their bow hunting pretty serious. Yeah. 
they have to have the stands up early so the deer get acclimated to the stands. Yes. Oh. You know, maybe even they should. what they should do is put a little picture of themselves on the tree so <laughs> yeah. the deer get acclimated to that as well. <laughs> well, I think Charles is only serious about three things. Home improvement, uh, maybe four. Home improvement, his family. Yep. Bow hunting and ice fishing. Yeah. 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 If he's, if he's not in the office, he's uh, either with the family or, or out in the woods or in the wintertime out on the ice. So our crew goes uh, ice fishing with them every year, so it's a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff, uh, let's, let, why don't you kick it off? Uh, you're with Gutter Helmet of Minnesota. And um, tell our listeners why Gutter Helmet and not XYZ Gutter Cover. Um, some of the benefits of gutter helmet, well, first off, we've been around for 37 years, so nice. we have a proven track record of a product that works and performs in all environments, especially being in Minnesota. Um, it, the nice thing about gutter helmet also, it retrofits over existing gutters. Some gutter companies require nice. you, if you're going to put a cover on, to replace your gutters, even though you might have a good quality gutter on your home. Right. So we're able to either retrofit over the existing gutters if, you know, maybe you just have something that's clogging or getting full of debris. Or if the homeowner needs a new gutter, either a replacement or doesn't have them, we can do a complete system as well. So it kind of gives us a, a way to customize around their home to make it work correctly. Yeah, give people an idea, like on an average a uh, 1800 square foot home if you were to come in they had gutters and you're going to gutter helmet the front and the back yep. what what kind of time are they looking at um typically once we get out half a day to a day depending on the crew I'm bringing out some guys yep. work individually if they're just doing gutter helmet um or if we're doing some gutter work usually I have a two man crew then they can obviously operate a little bit faster but it, my average crew usually does two to three jobs a day wow yeah. Wow. So over an existing roof, there's no, um, you, you don't have to flash underneath the shingles? Correct. Usually the gutters is already flashed. Okay. So what we're doing is retrofitting. So in our gutter helmet's a little unique because what we do is we do extend up onto the roof a little bit. So it becomes an extension of the roof because the longer we can get keep the water on our system, the better we can do a job of slowing it down because what happens with a lot of gutter covers is the water just shoots right over the front and goes on the ground. Yeah, that's what so, I've seen. Yeah, so your, your gutter becomes useless. Right. So we have some engineering that helps ensure that more rainwater will go in. It's actually been tested to handle up to 22 inches of rain in an hour. Wow. So even in the heaviest of rainfalls, we can ensure the water goes in the gutter while keeping the debris out at the same time. Yeah, and, and like what would be the difference between, between like um – uh, the the metal gauge mm -hmm. of your product versus okay. like another product um they they might vary a little bit but what the big difference is with gutter helmet it's 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 aluminum but it, it's it's fairly heavy but it's not too heavy where it adds a lot of weight on the home because what we do is we install a bracket system underneath it okay and that's where it gets its strength and stability so even if you just put an aluminum cover on snow load can become a problem because it can crush it whereas we have the bracket system that's supported by the gutter and then also the roof so heavy snow loads you don't have to worry about it caving in at some point and then it it crushes the opening so debris can't, you know, water can't get in there. It keeps its form really good throughout the years. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm in the window business, and one, one thing that became a really big issue in our industry was um, uh, was paint warranty. Okay. Um, back in the day, it was a five-year warranty. Okay. Um, then it went to 10. Now it's 20. Yeah. Um, what What's the paint warranty on something like that? Great question. 
we're done. And we're up against a break, so okay. maybe we should wait till after the okay. break, and you can absolutely you can let us know. Um, this is Craig Nelson uh, sitting in for Charles in the Polish Powerhouse on the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Uh, if you have any questions, you can um, uh, call us at one eight hundred eight five four one nine seven eight. We'd welcome your calls. And uh, we're up against a break, so we'll be back in a few. Welcome back to the All Around Radio um, Home Improvement Hour. Uh, my name is Craig Nelson. I'm sitting in for Charles in the Polish Powerhouse as they're over in Wisconsin having the time of their lives. And uh, before the break, we were talking to Jeff from Gutter Helmet of Minnesota, and we were talking about paint warranty. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your paint warranty, the process by which that product's painted. Sure. Uh, we It's a version of Kynar, but it's called Permalife yep. is the finish we use. Um Many years ago when Gutter Helmet first came out, we talked about warranties, and they had a 10-year warranty at that point. Now it's a lifetime transferable warranty on the finish. And since they switched to this new paint finish in 2005, they've had no warranty claims at the corporate level. So for 13 years, there's been no claims at all. So it's a real nice, great finish. It's designed so it resists fading, chalking, chipping, peeling, corroding. Being it is exposed to sunlight and the elements, it's been really, really good finish for us. Yeah, we just heard that they Kynar came out with a, a new finish um, on on steel and aluminum, mm-hmm. and it's graffiti proof. Oh, you're kidding? No, so they okay. If somebody goes and sprays like a metal panel on a building, yep. you can you can go up with like a denatured alcohol and just wipe it off. That's how hard that finishes. Kynar wow. is a great product. It we, is. We use it on um, on commercial window installation projects. One other question I had, Ross, um, is. Um, from a the shingle guy's perspective, gutter helmet has no effect on your product at all. Correct. It's uh, you know, to my knowledge, there's no you know effects with the warranty claim or anything like that. Yeah. So it's uh, free and clear to install. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know one of the big things at all around is they they want to use products and systems that are are compatible. Sure. And um, so I was just curious, um, you know, if if you're doing a retrofit. Obviously, has no effect on the shingles either. Correct. Yeah, we've gone through the processes to ensure that all their warranties for the homeowners stay in effect. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Well, and no warranty claim since two thousand five. That's yeah. That's amazing. That's yeah. exceptional. Yes, we've that been very fortunate. It's a good, great product. That'd be a world record in the window business. Since we, <laughs> we have glass. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well. Jeff, what else can you tell me about gutter helmet? Why why would I use gutter helmet? Tell me. Okay. Well, number one, the way it's engineered. We we have several patents with our product to ensure that, A, we put the rainwater in the gutter. We have, um, not to get too technical, but we have special ribbing that's built into our product so it slows the water down. Yep. And then when they do our paint finish, we also have a textured coating so the paint is embossed. So it helps grab the water almost like a shingle would. Sure. And then the way the sh- the nose is shaped, it's just got a larger bull nose so that the water can adhere longer and go around. And then, you know, from keeping the debris out standpoint, 
most products, their nose sit back a little bit, so it allows more debris to get in, where ours, when we install it, it's designed to go on nose forward, and which means that rounded nose actually extends out a little over the front of the gutter, so all the little stuff, the seeds, the pine needles, which are a big issue, will get out over the front and onto the ground. Yep. And then when my guys install them, basically we will clean out all the gutters and downspouts. So people always ask, do I have to clean out my gutters? No, we will get them all cleaned out, get everything washed out, whether it's the downspouts, if they have uh, a leaking corner or something, which can happen in Minnesota with expansion contraction. We go ahead and we seal up all the corners and stuff if they request that. That's all done as part of the system. And then, you know, my guys that are installing the product, most of my guys have been with me 10 plus years. We have nice. uh, We have 15 guys that install. Um, but they're all employee installers, so I'm not subcontracting. I know a lot of, in, you know, in our industry, it's very common, but all my guys work specifically for me. They drive my tr trucks, they background checks, drug testing, all that stuff. So you can be assured that the guys that are coming out are going to do good quality workmanship because they're reporting back to me every day. Yeah. And, and what if, what if I called gutter helmet and I didn't have any gutters at all? Okay. And I wanted the entire system. Do you guys do the gutters and the helmet? Yep, we can do both. Um, the nice thing is what we do is we offer a couple K-style gutters, the most common one right. in our industry, the 5-inch, but the most popular one we do, we have a customized fascia-style gutter. It's a little bit larger, but it's also decorative. So if a homeowner calls me and I go out, I can show them five different options for style for their house, whether it wants to look like a crown molding or something a little more contemporary. I have different options that I can show them so it'll blend in with their house better because that's a lot of people don't like gutters because they don't like the appearance of them right where i can make it blend in really nice and then the nice thing about those two when we do those they're all custom cornered so there's not like a miter strip or a box corner which tend tend to lead to a lot of leaks these are all custom formed and and made on the job site so there's less likelihood of a potential leak down the road as well how many, yeah. how many colors do you have Good it's question. it's unlimited it depends on the profile but you know we have well over 80 to 100 options, wow. you know, depending on what style they want to do. If they're doing the decorative fascia, I am a little bit more limited because it's a custom size coil stock I need. Sure. Um, so typical gutter is like 11 and 7 eighths. These are 13 and a quarter inch coil. So that's where we get the additional rain capacity. But it's, I have to have them, I have to pre order, have the custom painted to that size. I have the, you know, the, El cheapo screens on my gutters because yeah. I was, you know, I can a, take care of you on a very heavy budget, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I go up and I climb up on the ladder and I take a look, and yeah, the screens prevent the debris from going inside the gutter, but it doesn't prevent the debris from sitting on top of the screen. Correct. Yeah, and it's my interpretation that gutter helmet that would that that would essentially eliminate that, where any kind of debris comes down your roof in a storm, whatever mm -hmm. the case is, it kind of hits the top of that. And, and sits. And sits yep. or, you know, it can get blown off or washed off in the rain. But with the with your system, the, the, the item would get blown off. Correct. But the rain would follow the profile of that lip, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a great question because now that, you know, there's a lot of these products out there, these micro screens, these surgical meshes, so be it. Sure. And, um, I, I have surgical mesh yeah, in my gutters. It, it's one of those things. <laughs> you got to do it, something with all the recalls, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, what, what they did is because the other screen, the openings are larger, so seeds would tend to get in there and then it grow and sprout and you'd still have to clean them. So they went to the surgical mesh or real fine grade mesh. But the problem is it, any kind of light grit or, like you said, leaves just stick to it like glue. Mm -hmm. And once that cover, yeah, they say nothing's going to get in the gutter, including the water. The right. water just has a tendency to just shoot right over the front of it. 
Yeah, and I would think if, if you've got that screen-style cover and you get her good and clogged up in the fall, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the risk or the likelihood of having an ice dam build up because the snow can't run off Correct. Um, as, it, as it drips off the roof, it, it hits that pile of debris, and I would think it would back up right yeah, could, could could create a roof leak. Could lead or lead to some ice dams. So right. yeah, that's that's the beauty of our system. It it does have a lifetime warranty. I mean, if they ever clog, we clean them for free. It's transferable if you ever sell the home. So it's it's pretty much a one time purchase, and you're 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 set. I think of uh, I th- I think of when I think of gutter helmet and how that profile works. You know, I think of pouring a glass of water without a spout on the cup or on the pitcher mm-hmm. and how that water comes out and then it, it follows the profile of yep. the glass and ends up going all over your lap. Yep. It's kind of the same. You guys purposely design it so it follows that profile and goes into the gutter. Correct. Is it the, the hydrogen bond or something? Isn't that the strongest bond? Mm-hmm. It's it's surface tension is, is the big thing. But, yeah, you're sure. exactly right. If you turn a glass sideways, goes around the glass, goes down your arm, it's yeah. a similar effect. Um, when we first started doing this, people didn't quite understand that concept. Now it's become the more well-known. People have a better. We don't get as many questions that about the water shooting over the front as we used to ten years ago. Right. But it's science. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's magic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I I think it's it's just one other area in in building technology that's changed so dramatically. I mean, in the in the window and door business. Um. um I mean, technology has changed, and I mean, who thought all that technology would 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 change the gutter world? I mean, for me, because I'm removed from it, and I don't, my industry has very little to do with it. You wouldn't think that much technology would go into a, a gutter, a helmet, mm-hmm. and to have all those profiles of gutters. Do you just change out the dies in your machine then? Um, it has the ability to do that, but we've just decided to do is we just have uh, specific machines that will run each profile. So we have eight trucks that are out on the road doing gutters because to change out the die on the job site is time consuming, number one. And then number two, you end up wasting a bunch of material to get it so it's running correctly, you know, because we don't want to put up a gutter that's out of tolerance. Mm-hmm. So there's some time involved with that and waste of material. So we just end up buying more trucks so yeah. that when we... On a certain day, if I'm doing what we call our Grand Royal profile, which looks like a crown molding, we will schedule jobs that day where, you know, we have three of them, that trucks that will do that, and then two that will do each of the other profile, and then our case style. And then if somebody wants a six-inch gutter, maybe a commercial building or a larger roof, uh, like a metal roof, we'll do a six-inch on there as well. Let's go back here. Let's just, let's go back a couple seconds. Did you say you can do a gutter to make it look like a crown molding? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's our most popular profile. It would so, look really good with your screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? So you <laughs> yeah. see, I mean, it, I'm, I imagine you're similar to me where you see these incredible, gorgeous, million-dollar homes, and then you look at the gutters, and you're like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, same thing with me. You see these beautiful homes, and you look at the shingles, and it's like, come on, really? Yeah. So, yeah. And the beauty of them, they don't cost a whole lot more to get than a regular K-style gutter, gutter has, so they become very, very popular if people yeah. are doing replacement very cool. Very cool. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is Craig Nelson uh, with Eagle Window. I'm filling in for uh, Charles in the Polish Powerhouse this, or this afternoon. And um, hope you guys are, are staying dry in Wisconsin. We're not staying dry here in Minnesota. And uh, we're up against a break. And so we are going to uh, be, be back in uh, 
right shortly after the break, and we're going to talk to um, to Ross from Owens Corning Shingles about his roofing product and um, take it from there. Lord, it's the same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Woo! Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. We need a change. Somebody this is the All Around Home Improvement Hour. Uh, my name's Craig Nelson. I'm with Eagle Window, sitting in for Charles in the Polish Powerhouse. And uh, Charles, just a shout out to you. We picked that uh, country music just for you. I'm just I'm in. I'm envisioning Charles right now, rolling around these beautiful Wisconsin roads, <laughs> listening to Waylon Jennings yep. in like an older Cadillac, <laughs> just brawny man, <laughs> you know, just musk. Just I'm a man. Yeah, you know that's that's what I'm envisioning yep. right now. Yeah, God's country. Yeah. Well, Ross, why don't you? Um, um, we talked a little bit about this or introduced it before the break. Um, you're with Owens Corning Shingles. Yes, sir. And um, where's that product made? Right here in Minneapolis. Wow. We're he- we're headquartered in Toledo, Ohio. So okay. we're a U.S. company. We have a global footprint, but we're headquartered right in Ohio. So, uh, but we have you know various plants throughout the nation. And uh, thankfully, we have a plant right here in Minneapolis. So uh, we're your hometown heroes, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm a window guy. I don't know anything about shingles. Like most homeowners don't know anything about windows. Yeah, shingles a shingle, right? <laughs> right. That's, that's kind of a common theme. And a lot of people don't understand the, the benefits of uh, an Owens Corning duration series shingle until they get it explained to them. And then it's a no-brainer. Right, so there's three things uh, that that I say really uh, set o- Owens Corning apart, and I hear a lot of compliments on the colors. We like your your colors, um, we like your sealant, and we like your sure nail strip. Now, what's a sure nail strip on yeah. a shingle? Right, you, everyone knows what the mouth. color is. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. everyone knows what the sealant is. Sealant is what helps that is what lay, helps that shingle stay on in a high wind you know environment. So a sure nail strip, that's, uh, that's something patented by Owens Corning. And what that does is uh, a variety of things. Number one, it provides a clear uh, nailing zone for the installers, right? Because speed is the name of the game. They don't get paid by the hour. They're going to get paid by the roof, and they go pretty quick. Yeah. Right? You don't, when you hear someone installing a roof, it's pop, 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 pop. Pop, 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 right? Mm-hmm. It's pretty quick. So yeah. uh, identifying where you need to hit that nail in a fast uh, pace is, is critical. Side effect, if you hit it incorrectly, you could see the nails after the shingles are installed. Okay. Or they could be high nailed as well, and it's uh, the shingles prone to either falling off the roof, slipping off the roof by, the, by its own weight and gravity, or blowing off in a, in a windstorm. So the sure nail strip is a is an engineered fabric that gets embedded in the shingle exactly where you should nail and it's very easily identifiable and it acts it also acts kind of like a fabric washer. So okay. what I mean by that is when if you picture a nail being driven into a shingle and that nail head starts to press on that shingle and compress that shingle 
if that that fabric washer catches that nail head and prevents it from being overdriven or driven through the shingle. Now, the big question of the day is, is, well, why would a roofer blow that nail right through the shingle? Well, sometimes it's out of their control. Things yep. happen. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you run two or three lines off of a compressor, and they operate two or three nail guns. And if somebody stops nailing, that pressure can build rapidly, very quickly. And before it has a chance to balance out, there's a lot of pressure in that in that line, and it can overdrive a nail or put a nail through. Now, I'd like to think most installers stop what they're doing right there, remove the shingle, pry the nail up, or put some sealant there. It's not that's that's not the case in yeah. a lot of a lot no. of times. A lot of times they're going to put a nail right next to that the overdriven nail and continue on. So that helps eliminate uh, any kind of installation error uh, from that aspect. So what did we have? We had an easily identifiable nail zone, real wide zone as well. gives you gives them a three quarter of an inch zone up and down to hit. Wow. Most shingles I interpret as a quarter inch. So. Um, Easily identifiable, wide nailing zone, um, helps prevent the, the nail from being overdriven, but it also prevents, um, or it also helps the, the shingle seal. So the sealant lays right on top of that sure nail strip as well. What, what is the sealant? The sealant, that's on the bottom side of the shingle. When you install your courses, they look like roads, right? So since I'm from Wisconsin, I'll use the rows of corn, right? So it kind of looks like rows of corn being, being laid down on your roof. And when you, when you nail that shingle down and then you lay a shingle on top of the one that you just nailed down, that sealant lays right on the nail line or, in our case, not only on the nail line but on the sure nail strip as well. So I, I want to get our, our magnifying glasses out here and, or a microscope and envision you have this sure nail strip underneath a microscope it's going to be like a checker pattern, almost like a waffle. And that sealant, instead of that sealant laying on granules, which is normal, um, you have the sealant going on this fabric strip. And imagine spreading peanut butter into a waffle and that peanut butter going in each and one of those cavities of a waffle. That's kind of what's happening on a on a very microscopic level with our sealant biting into the Chernail strip to give it you know, the best example I can over the radio without showing somebody a diagram. Yeah. It, but you can always you can always go to Owens Corning Roofing, you know, search that on your search engine. We'll call it Google, right? Um, and, uh, you know, just type in Owens Corning Roofing or Owens Corning Duration uh, Shingles, and you'll see the, the strip right away. You know, it'll be easily identifiable. You'll see a, a shingle of it, and um, it's a white strip that, that gets embedded into the shingle and it it works wonders. It it's great stuff. So basically, the sealant is activated by the sun then, or the heat that make it adhere. That's that, correct. Okay. That's correct. Uh, so our our sealant is uh, it's called True Bond sealant. It's specially formulated. Uh, it's very aggressive. It's very tacky right out of the package. Um, so it's thin. The sealant is thin and it's it's very uniform. So it seals consistently. Um, some shingles may be uh, inconsistent, could be thick, could be thin, and it can, they can have a tending, tend to seal inconsistent at times. Which could be a problem in case of wind. That's right. Yeah. So, um, you know, this, my interpretation of this is when it's thin, it has the ability to activate a lot sooner and with less solar load. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's so nothing you, but great stuff. 
So you talked about the duration shingle. Um, in the window business, um, you know, really since the crash of the economy, we've had to um, handle products that we never handled before. So it's, it's we have three ranges of vinyl product, which is a lower end window. Um, we have a, a composite window, we have a clad window, we have a vinyl covered window. Um, and, um, you know, we're an Anderson distributor. So with in the shingle world, is it the same way? Yes. Yeah, there's a variety of different shingles. Uh, you know, there's a, a, your three-tab shingle with Owens Corning. We call it our supreme shingle. They're kind of phased out here in the upper Midwest. Still a very popular shingle in other areas of the country. We also have an Oak Ridge, which is our entry-level uh, architectural shingle, which is what you see the most of in the mm -hmm. Twin Cities or in the upper Midwest, an architectural shingle. Uh, that does not have the Chernail strip. Uh, still s the same great sealant, still a real nice-looking shingle, uh, a little bit more affordable. But um, the cost difference, usually people go right to the Duration series shingle, a little more aggressive-looking color, um, and it has the Chernail strip. You can also go up to a Class 4 impact-resistant shingle. So this type of shingle, uh, it's called our Duration, our Owens Corning Duration Storm. So it's uh, it's resistant to hail impacts. It's it's not hail proof, but it's less likely to get damaged in a hail storm. Um, so that that can be popular at times, uh, especially just after a storm that we had when people have to pay for a, a deductible. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, oftentimes they they don't want a new roof in the next two to three years, and yeah. they'd rather have a shingle that can uh, last through a hailstorm. So I don't know if this question you can answer. Okay, so I, I live in Minnesota, which obviously, and I got a three-tab roof, just speaking hypothetically, and I get a hailstorm. Will the, will, they will the insurance company upgrade me to, you know, architectural? Am I going to have to pay out of pocket? Do you know if that... I see a lot story? of people going from a three-tab to an architectural. What that costs them, if anything, out of pocket, yeah. I'm not educated okay. on. Okay. Um, Charles, are you listening in the woods? <laughs> Maybe we should. Charles will get it taken care of for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look for the smoke signal, Charles. Yeah. We got a question for you. Yeah. So um, that's something to definitely ask your contractor. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Ask your contractor. Say, hey, we have it, and I would say. 99% of the contractors up here, if you have a three-tab, they're, they're going to move. They're going to request that you upgrade okay, to an architectural. Yeah. Right. And in the window business, it, and I'm sure it's very similar in the, um, in the uh, roofing business, the shingle world, um, when we go out to estimate a job, uh, we, had to, we have to replace with like, kind, and quality. Sure. You know, so when we put a window back in let's say it's a vinyl product we have to bid a vinyl product to put it back in and then it becomes up to the homeowner and the contractor as to upgrade or not upgrade or do what they need to do so i would guess if you have a three tab yeah. roof um they're going to allow you to put a three tab roof back in sure what, and then whatever the cost difference what's, what warranty wise how what's the difference in those well the 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 architectural warranty is is the a stronger warranty, right? So okay. with, with Owens Corning, it's a ten year non prorated warranty, and then it yep. becomes prorated uh, after that, and it's okay. essentially a limited lifetime warranty. Okay. Um, but uh, going back to your point of what are the different levels? There's yeah. after an architectural uh, impact resistant shingle like our Duration Storm. There's also a Cedar Shake look alike. Wow. Called Woodcrest, and it's your 
it's 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 definitely uh you know dimensionally more aggressive uh it looks uh it's an asphalt shingle but it looks more like a cedar shake so for somebody who wants to stand out look a little different and um you know get a get a aggressive looking roof maybe uh, woodcrest would be a good suit for hmm. them wow um so when you said the three tab has kind of been phased out is that just because it's it it just doesn't perform as well as architectural grade well i think the cost difference is so close okay up here that people just gravitate to an architectural uh i think my personal opinion is architectural, I think, is a little bit more aesthetically pleasing. Yep. Um, and I, for the most part, people gravitate towards that. And it is a higher performing shingle. Especially in Minnesota day. winters. You Absolutely. Know, with the Absolutely. seasonal It's changes, more robust. Yeah. It has a lot more resistance to wind. Awesome. Well, I've learned more about shingles today than I have in the last 10 years. Uh, Folks, we are up against a break. This is the all-around home improvement hour. Uh, my name is Craig Nelson, filling in for Charles and the Polish Powerhouse, and we are going to go to break. And when we get back, uh, we will talk to Ryan O'Neill and uh, maybe even squeeze in a few window questions. <laughs> with the all-around home improvement hour here on Saturday afternoon here with uh, Jeff Menke and and uh, Ross Wiggy from Owens Corning Jeff is with gutter helmet and um, um, we're expecting a call from Ryan and Neil and I think is he on the line okay well on the break Ross asked me about window condensation yeah I got I had such a problem with condensation now I live in Wisconsin and just hold the comments. Minnesotans hold the comments. <laughs> An air exchanger was not code when I built in 2014. And naturally, you're trying to save money. So you go with the cheap, you know, gutter screen, not yeah. the, you know, but hindsight is 2020. So we put an air exchanger in and it took uh, my condensation or, you know, moisture problem in the house and eliminated it. It was excellent. So a big, big red flag. And, you know, my window rep heard it. You know, I'm uneducated with windows. First winter comes and there's ice and water all over the windows. It's ruining the woodwork. And I think, you know, because it's on the windows, it's a window problem. Mm -hmm. can, you, right. can you give me a little insight as to why that is, why condensation forms? Well, because, you know, when you build your wall, at least in Minnesota, it requires a minimum of R19 insulation. And, you know, some people are now doing spray foam, which gives you even a, a, a higher R value. Um, so if you hit, let's say your R, the R value of your wall with the sheetrock, the sheeting, and the siding is R21. All right? Your glass, the best, you know, some of the best dual insulated technology in Lowy glazings nowadays, the R value is 4. So if you're running high relative humidity, where you're going to see it is on the edge. Sure. And it's usually on the bottom edge. And if you – we have a little um, thermometer. It's a laser thermometer. Yeah. And if you, if you shoot the bottom of the glass and you shoot the top of the glass, you know, on an average height window of 54 inches, there's, there's 11 to um, 13 degrees difference between the bottom and the top. Wow. And so oftentimes – um, and the, 
the glass industry has done an amazing job at upgrading glass with low E coatings, with new spacer systems that are less conductive. Uh, the new the spacer system that we uh, use is a, a stainless steel spacer uh, through Cardinal Industries, Cardinal Glass. Uh, we're very high on Cardinal Glass. Uh, they're their local company here, and they have locations all over the United States. Um, but their seal failure rate um, since 1996 is a half of 1%. Wow. They build all the glass for Anderson Windows. And, you know, Anderson as a conglomerate – they're a multi-billion dollar corporation, and um, that's a lot of glass. That's but, a lot of glass, not to that, have a lot of failures. Yeah. So condensation's really, um, you know, in Minnesota anyway, when air exchangers became code, condensation dropped off the face of the map unless somebody did a crazy thing like they put in April Air and they put in an air exchanger, and they don't run the air exchanger, but they run the April Air for a comfort level. I mean, that's why you like more humidity is to be more comfortable. So, but you, you've got to have a balance in there someplace because it is relative humidity and it is relative to outside temperature. And it's my understanding that, I mean, so with all the different components that are inside the house, you have people and you have wood floors and you have the windows, right? It's really hard to make your spouse happy your window rep happy and your flooring rep happy because yep. you know the the wood floor company will say oh you want your humidity up so you don't get the gaps and the window rep is saying you bring it down and the shingle rep is saying there's not a shingle manufacturing problem so leave me alone right right, right. but the the key takeaway that I'm getting from this is what what is it build tight ventilate right yep I mean so so the air exchanger in my mind I think is critical to eliminating uh what is interpreted as a window problem. Um, you know, I, you can leave your bath fans on if you want, but having an air exchanger, exchanging the air out in the winter time and the summer, and you want to do it in the, in the summer as well. So you don't get condensation behind your vapor barrier. Interesting. And you need to understand with insulation in the winter time, once fiberglass hits zero degrees, you've lost half its R value. Hmm. So you have, you have colder walls. And if you have high relative humidity with colder walls, um, you know, and you don't have everything sealed right, you can actually, we've seen condensation in the wall. <laughs> so according to the University of Minnesota, the average family of four just showing up every day to live in their home puts 21 to 26 pounds of water per day into the home. And so if you look at, taking that 21 to 26 pounds, and then you add your own 21 to 26 pounds, you got a problem, yeah. you know, if you're doing that with a humidifier. And so um, what happens then is you seal that house up in the fall and your, your humidity continues to escalate. And back in the day before air exchangers, people would say to me, um, you know, what, um, what do I do? I'm like, Open a window upstairs and open a window downstairs. Yep. And they're like, "You're crazy." Yeah. This is Minnesota. Yeah. And, and I said, "Yeah, that's why I'm right. This is Minnesota. <laughs> We've got to do something to exchange right. air to to drive your re relative humidity down." And most people thought, "Well, I'm going to pay a lot for that." Well, if you don't do it, 
you're going to pay a lot for it. Yeah, between health health issues, right, and yep. you know, woodwork rotting. Yeah, you can always crack a window on the um, on the opposite side of the breeze, right? So you get a wind coming from the north, open a south window, and it kind of evacuates that moisture out of your house. Did that for a little bit. That helps. Yeah, and, you know, in um, I was out on a job, this is a number of years ago, and they were complaining about relative humidity, and they had one window on one side of the fireplace, and they had another window on the other side. And he said, see, it's a bad product because on the left side, I have all this frost and condensation. On the right side, I don't have any. And I said, well, on the left side, you have your screen on. And if you have a condensation problem, take the screen off so you can get airflow to the glass. But then when I went over and I looked at the window on the right-hand side, it was open this far. Hmm. Glass was completely dry, evaporation. I closed the window. I locked it. Within a half hour, he had condensation on that glass. Hmm. In fact, we met with a group of people in that home. When I got there, with a um, sling psychrometer, I measured the relative humidity. It's at 44%. And the, we, we met in, that, in their family room. There was probably four, five, six of us. By the time we left, it was 62%. Interesting. Nobody had coffee. Yeah. Nobody was making spaghetti. We were all just in the family room. You go upstairs, and the relative humidity was still 40, 40 44%. Hmm. So um, just by showing up, yeah, you put yeah. moisture in, in, into the atmosphere. So, Well, and, that, and a lot of times if, that, if your attic hatch isn't sealed properly or your bathroom fans aren't mm-hmm. hooked up correctly, uh, you know, if, uh, if someone was working on your roof and an attic uh, and a bathroom fan got you know, detached from the, from the stack, a lot of times that moisture can go right up into your attic. And if you don't have the proper roofing ventilation, the, the correct intake and the exhaust for your roof, yep, you'll get frost and or just condensation up in your attic. And a lot of times people interpret that as a roof leak. And the dead giveaway is if you see your nails that protrude through your roof deck. If the nails are dripping, that's the hot, moist air escaping your house, hitting the cold nails and condensing. Mm-hmm. Same, and you, same thing. And in the attic, you need far less moisture to create frost and condensation than you do in the home because you're dealing with a colder temperature. That's right. So even a smaller amount of moisture that goes into the attic, it, it just condenses far easier. Um, but we also have a saying, glass is glass. You know, there's some technology out there that's claiming R6, R7, R8, and and it is good technology. Um, I just think for what you pay for it, um, it's probably not a great value. Um, and but we we have it available, um, which is a triple insulated dual low E product. Um, there's some new uh, gases that are out there that probably a lot of people aren't familiar with. Most insulated units have argon gas in them, which is an inert gas that gives the unit about a half of an R value. Um, but now, the, you're, you're going to think this is crazy, but um, now there's a, a product called kryptonite. You're crazy. Krypton gas. And um, when you contain krypton gas in a smaller airspace, so it's a great gas for triple insulated glass, smaller airspace, um, you can get that R value up to six, seven, eight, depending on on who's building the unit. So, but is that worth forty percent more or thirty percent more? Probably not. You know, we look at things with a, a seven year payback. So, hmm. well, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. 
thanks for coming in to today, you guys. I think it was a good show. You guys uh, brought a lot to the table. And uh, this is All Around and the All Around Home Improvement Hour. My name is Craig Nelson with Eagle Window. Have a fantastic Saturday. Have a good one. Yeah.